You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome. Welcome. What's up, everybody? The Smoking Word Podcast is brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. First of all, I want to thank everybody who's been supporting the Casa the Rock and the Smoking Word Podcast movement. We've been feeling the love. Thank, thanks for everybody looking out, reposting, subscribing, copping merch. You know, it means a lot, especially through these crazy times and you know, we do this shit for the love of it and for the fucking movement. But um, one love to everybody out there, uh, you know, keeping this shit alive. But uh, the Smoking Word podcast, tune in on um, Apple Music, on Spotify and YouTube. But you got to subscribe. The shit doesn't count unless you subscribe. I know it's a pain in the ass. I know it seems like two minutes too long. But that's the way we leave a mark on the fucking whole movement to let them know this hardcore shit is out here and we got to spread the word and spread the vibes throughout these fucking streams. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you fucking hit the like button. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you not just subscribe to the smoking word, but to uh, subscribe to all the underground podcasts out there. Cop merch from all the underground bands in the trenches. This is very important right now. We're going into 2021, and now more time, more than ever, is the time to represent. So, if they got a podcast, subscribe to it, like it, and fucking repost it. If they got a merch company, go cop some merch and repost it. If you ain't copping nothing from it, if they got a band. Go fucking stream the music. Go fucking cop the merch. That's what it's all about right now, party people. 2021 is going to be our year. Fuck this COVID shit. We're we're dropping a new Mabo album. So you can catch me on Hoya Rock 357 on Instagram. Catch everything Madball, everything Casa the Rock, everything Smoking Word will be on there. So, yo, again... Thanks to everybody who's been copping merch. We got some new shit in there. Check it out. This is a special fucking podcast. They're returning guests, but they're coming back as a duo this time. Two of my favorite humans. One of my favorite podcasts, period, out there. We're going to do this this end end of the year recap with the boys from the Post-America podcast. Now let's set this shit off. To the smoking word. What up, what up? What's up, fellas? What's up? How's this? How's the audio sound to you? It sounds amazing. You know what's even better that I got both you guys in one room. That it's like almost like, you know, like those those those, those uh you know those stories of two different people. You can never get them in the room. It's hard to get you guys together nowadays. Yeah. What's crack-a-lacking, fellas? Looking good, jeez. <laughs> what do you mean? You guys are looking uh, good over there. You're looking cold, but... Yeah, it's freezing down here. Merry Christmas to all the Christmas celebrators out there. First of all, I'm, uh, I'm Joe's a heathen. These two guys are heathens. They wanted to ruin my Christmas, uh, you know, 
by running a podcast there at midnight when baby Jesus is supposed to be born. Nobody told us. We didn't know how we were supposed to. <laughs> Rich, is very, Rich is very religious, man. Come on. What are you talking about? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, peace. <laughs> Jesus, peace. Yeah, no, but um, no, I'm glad I was able to get to everybody. You know, I had both of these guys on separately, but we I always wanted to get them on together because I wanted to do basically a post-America um, smoking word um, mashup because, um, you know, there's, there's, in our world, we're, we're like the ears of the streets. You know, I, I kind of thought about it the other day. I said, all these podcasts are kind of like independent news channels. You know what I mean? Like some just repeat, some got breaking news. Some are just, uh, you know, like uh, um, like E! Entertainment, you know, like the TMZs. So, you know what <laughs> I mean? I was thinking about it. I go, yo, we, it's starting to become like that the more and more there's podcasts out. You know yeah. what I mean? I like the thing I like about it. And we've been talking about doing this for a, a while now, like years. We've been talking about doing doing episodes like this. So um, the, the cool thing about what we do is like it's almost like a history podcast. It's almost like an educational history podcast. If you give a shit about the, the, the history we're talking about, it's, you know, anybody who who's interested in hardcore or anybody who is um, – into it or curious or whatever if 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 you have any any uh interest in hardcore music you listen to a, a good hardcore podcast that has on like you know ogs you'll you'll learn a lot of stuff like i i love just having people on that i get to learn from and hear the stories about the beginning of this thing that we that we love you know yeah, no, no, absolutely. And that's the more and more. That's the thing with the with the whole podcast shit. I, I tell people, I was like, you find, yeah, I I find interesting shit in people I didn't think I would find interesting shit because, you know, you're forced to talk to somebody, you know, somebody, you know, not just avoid them. Like, like how Richie does that a show, avoids people, just walk no. by them. Like, <laughs> you know, now you're forced to like dig in. No, but you know us, all of us. That's why I like you guys too, to, to especially to do, to do something like this. Cause we're all guys that like going in deep on just hourly events. Forget weekly and monthly. We like hourly events. You know anything that's kind of yeah. cracking. You know we want in on. Yo, yeah. what have you been listening to lately? Anything new or what? What music? As far as podcasts. Oh, you you know what? Um, it's it's pretty crazy what I've been doing now. Not a lot. Like I again, you know, I listen to you. I wait for you guys because I ride my bike and I always listen. I listen to you guys a lot, and it's just. Part of it is one, I I don't gotta gas you niggas up, but I like you know we're on the same page. You know we kind of on the same page with the bands we like, and yeah. and the, the roads in this hardcore shit. You know we we take the same roads to work. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. we can relate on a lot. And plus you're my boys. So since I'm dolo a lot down here, it's like hanging out. You know what I mean? Like you know I would hit Richie up and be like, yo, hurry up. You know I gotta you know I'm working out. Drop something already because it gives me something. So that one is good. But I also listen to, um, what do you call it? Um, I've been listening to, 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 to get the 411 on what's cracking that um, um, these guys, they have the hardcore podcast, uh, Axe of Grind. You know oh, that? okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rich, I think, was I talking about it with you? Or yeah, we what, talked about that, yeah. You know, again, you know, they've been doing it for a minute too. And just, I'm just trying to get an angle on, on um, hardcore that's not just, the hardcore we know. Yeah, some stuff that might be off the radar for Yo, us. Yo, there's a whole universe 
Oh, yeah. Which I always kind of knew, but more now than ever. But uh, mm-hmm. let me get back to what we were talking back. I fucking straight for a minute with this podcast shit. Why is it important? Well, all of us, like you were saying, Joe, like it's a history lesson, right? Imagine they had podcasts in the 50s. So you knew what fucking the Beatles were listening to when they wrote, you know, did their thing. You were listening to what um, Keith Richards was listening to on the way to the studio before he wrote. You know what I mean? Imagine we knew all that. Yeah. You know, and now our generation, like, you know, this, this hardcore shit is, is special, dude. Like, we're living through it. We, we we could trace, we could see where it started. You know, if, even if we weren't involved, we know, oh, I was a little kid. But I, I, it's like, I knew Malcolm X when I was a little kid. I seen him. All right, you weren't involved, but you may have seen him. But you still were that. You could t- you could have touched it. Yeah. You know, like our movement is t- it was touchable to us still. It's still, it's insane. There's something I wanted to ask you uh, re- related to that. So... Um, we we all heard this morning that Richie from Killing Time uh, passed away. Rest in peace, Richie. Man. So that was one of my early influences. Obviously, like we got our name from a killing from Killing Time, you know. So what I, I wanted to talk to you about your how the, how he directly influenced like your songwriting, your riff writing, and just your like what do you remember about like the early like New York hardcore sound where where Riffs started to not just be like heavy, but have like melody and and depth to them. Well, like to me, his signature sound is like playing like full chords and picking chords in a hardcore song. Like that's, yeah. that's very unique to them. You know what's weird that I don't know exactly which guy wrote which song. I know Mike, who was who's not in the band no more. He was an original. He wrote a lot of the old tracks. But these dudes are the pulse of the band. Like these guys were the guys that. You know, they had a lot to do with it, too. And I talked about it with Vogel. Like, me personally, I could trace the New York hardcore shit that you guys love, that we love, that it's the same New York hardcore that bounced, that wasn't metal, that wasn't punk rock, but it was his own thing, where it all came from. It all stems from one song. I talked about it with Scott Vogel and that sick people from Breakdown. Okay, and and I break. I'll show you the evolution how it breaks down. Now that one track, when you listen to it, it sounds like the wall is collapsing, the ceiling's collapsing. It's not a chug metal riff, but it's not no punk rock victim in pain. Yeah. Riff. yeah. That at that point is when the the the, the breakdown demo was out and the, the the compilations were popping. The compilation was bringing out all the new blood, right? Yeah. Fast forward a little breakdown like- breaks up. Though that the, 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 the nucleus of that goes to where? To Raw Deal. Where now that, that sound and that energy had that swag where it wasn't trying to be hip hop hardcore, but it had a swag. It had, it was metallic, but it wasn't. You know what I mean? It didn't yeah. sound like the Ramones, but it had like, it didn't sound like Megadeth. And it all comes from the sick people. Where again, Rich was part of the breakdown, Raw Deal thing so and my whole like, shit was raw deal you know what i mean you know well, you and, know who did a great cover of sick people death threat did they i, I don't i never i haven't heard look that up if anybody's listening they did a dope cover of it. I, I could i could i could pinpoint remember listening to it and being like i never heard anything like this and it yeah, felt like this exactly what you got and what i got the hat to the back where was that but with a hoodie not 
You know what I mean? That's what that shit felt like. And I was like, it had, it was hard to pinpoint, but it all comes from that swag. And I'm yeah. glad you brought them up because I was thinking about it today too, man. Rich, rest in peace. You know, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm Riley, you know, Power Trip, another guy we lost, you know, like I'm talking about the music guys. And then yeah. we've also lost like my boy Doyle, you know, Steve Potts, you know, and to forget about my mother, of course. You know, the, the year mm. started out with that shit, you know, like we're going to take it from the beginning. Like I, I had that was one thing I wanted to touch base with about was about, first of all, man, the music scene took a fucking hit in many ways this year. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's fucking like, it just, how could it recover? It's, it, that's funny. It's, you know, again, it, that's why I pick you guys. You see what I mean? You, you, you're answering yeah. the questions out. That, that's, that's what I got to talk like. Yeah. Now. We, all right, I don't. This whole, we know what we're involved with. This whole pandemic, mass, no mass. This guy, that guy, whatever. I don't want to even get into that shit. But we already kind of got a feel of what's going on, and now what could happen, what might not happen. Now, what do we? Do, what does music have to do to survive now? Like playing music, you know, live music. Yeah, I, to me, it has to listen. If 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 hardcore shows, we could play shows again and the audience can't be involved the way we need them to be involved, it's it's over. It's dead. Hardcore, you know, that's not what we, that's not why we play the music, to play to a seated audience, to play yeah. to um, people who can't touch each other. You know what I mean? Like we, that, that has nothing to do with why we do what we do. Yeah. So it's almost like it, the, the, the style needs to adapt to what is allowed. Yeah. Or what the, the, the live application has to fit the, the music. So morph. Maybe, maybe everything needs to take like a little pause almost and, and mellow out so people can feel comfortable going to a live show and not feeling compelled to, um, to stage dive, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's an odd thing to, to consider because... That's you know, why we do it. Yeah, if, you know what it that is. That doesn't happen during the show. The show was a failure, right? So, it, I don't know. It's it's a yeah, weird. It's a you weird know, I I thought that shit in a way too. That was like my inner Scott Vogel hardcore kid. No, you know the video. Uh, yeah, get yeah. die. But I thought about it this way, and I really meant it this way to myself. I said, "Yo, I'll play for whoever wants to hear." And then I thought about it. I said, me, by not doing what you just said, which we also have those feelings, yo, this is a live music. At the end of the day, I want to play my music for whoever wants to hear it. So if you're willing to hear it sitting down, I'm willing to give it to you while you sit down, if that's the only way I could give it to you for now. You know what I mean? Oh, man, with me, it's like I have no interest in playing in those conditions. I'm not like you. Let's yeah. do it. But to me, it's know, like yeah. you know. But but I also feel not just because this is what we do for a living. Yeah. Of course, that's very important. Yeah. But I also think you can't let them win. Yeah. You remember what we We can't let them win. They, you know what the you know what the punk rock shit. For we go back to the early, which we all know what you know what, what, what garage rock right what they used to call it. Why? Because you couldn't hear it nowhere but a garage. You had to find yeah. places 
to make this shit. It might turn into some shit like the raves were. Word of mouth, you get an egg at the store, they give you the, the directions, you know, and you gotta go through the forest. But I don't think we could we we could just give in because you just give in. Yeah. It's no longer it's like um having um, um a mosh pit police. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm saying. Like you I'm give down, in. I'm it's, down it's to no play. Longer. I'm down to go underground. I'm down to play prohibition style hardcore <laughs> secret shows hidden the the, the peephole. To it's kind of happening right now. It is. It is happening. But a lot of people are even scared to say they're willing to play because there is a big opinion that if you play or if you're willing to play, then you're a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. I, I'm I'm about music before anything. So okay. I'm, so let me ask you guys this right now. So right now they go like this. Uh, um, um, Texas is good. They have live music. We yeah. are, we want Wisdom and Change to play. We got this club. It's a you know two hundred seater. It's all seats or whatever, and uh -huh. we want Wisdom to come play. We're gonna play. You know, give you what you need. Your, your regular. You know, your, your, your you know you make your money. You can sell your merch. You wanna fly you in or whatever. Um, yeah. um, the show's in two weeks. You play it or you don't. I would play do it. it. <laughs> I would do it just because I want to see. I want to know what I'm saying, <laughs> but I have a feeling. That if people are just sitting and watching, listen, we play plenty of shows where people just sit and watch. Trust me, my friend. Totally. It's, not because, it's not because of any rules. Uh, I know. So, so it shouldn't matter. I don't know what happened. The motherfuckers are worried yeah, but when, about. But when those shows are done, it's like we want to like. we die. I know. Almost. We're like, fuck, man. What happened? What went wrong? What went wrong? Like, that's what we're thinking after a show like that. So I have a feeling that we would play it and be really, really, really disappointed. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I, you know, I agree. Now my answer is yes, I would play the show. I like, yeah, all right, good. Because I would play the fuck out of a show. You know, I, you know, I know people would talk shit, obviously. And I know, and I get it. I get it. You know, this is live hey, music. Your question wasn't, wasn't in the sense that the show is a seated show. Or it's just a regular. Yes and no, a seated show. Oh, see the show. I mean, if my band wants to play it, I'll play it. But I'll be, I'll go in there with. No, a, but that's what I mean. Nobody's gonna go and say, "Yo, this shit's gonna be dope." You know, I'm going in with a bad attitude. That's the though. problem. Of course, Richie's gonna ready with this shit. You see, showing up thinking like this is this is bad, man. Listen, it would have been dope, but Richie's already jinxing it with the negative attitude. Uh, by the way, um, you gotta have the the hang. No, but you know, I hear you. Like nobody's psyched. I will. I would. I will say this. Let's say all first shows are going to be seated. Let's just say I will be psyched to play that first show just to be like, yo, let's talk shit afterwards. Or you know, like how it feels. You know what I mean? It's like, what happens if you play a show that's supposed to be seated, but then the people don't cooperate? You then blackball. Now you got a great story. Now you. And that's a good show. Then it's a that's good a show. show. That's and the reaction not, you want. And if not, you know what people are going to say. No matter what, if they're at your show, they want to see it. So if they're willing to sit, they're gonna be like, "Yo, you guys killed it." It sucks we couldn't two step, but um, you guys Let's are dope. Let's say the show only goes down if you show proof of a vaccination. <laughs> that's just might happen. I thought about this shit. Believe me, What's this is what we do for a living. I want no, you know, I don't want to get into politics because me and you know, you know, if if if, if if, if we call it infra riots or, or infra threads, so our, our text messages, yeah. we'd be in fucking, we'd be getting yeah, be on bad. fucking. <laughs> no, but my, my, um, what were we just talking about? Oh, you see, you got me all nervous now. The show. 
Like, yo, see, if I had to sit down during Madball. No, 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 but listen, I hear you. Picture this. Picture Luke Rota sitting down while Madball's playing. I I know. How is that possible? I know. But, you know, this is what I, I, this is what I was, believe me, I get it. I get it. But I think, you know, everybody going into it is on the same page. They know this ain't how they would want it. So I think everybody would kind of make the best of it. You know what I mean? Like in jail, like, yo, we got the half hour in, in, in the hallway, which they call a yard. You, But you see niggas happy. They'd be like, yo, you know, you kind of make the best. I think people would just be psyched to be around each other. Yeah, yeah. It would be an event for sure. You know what I mean? I just, I, believe me, it won't be ideal. But I've been thinking about it. And I thought, oh, the vaccination shit. And I had to think about this, and I've thought about it. You got to do it, right? I, mean, I won't get into no politics or whatever. But and, and I would only do. I, I'd get vaccinated in one condition mm. if Freddie got vaccinated, <laughs> because the only way I'll get fucking vaccinated is because meaning was I, the only way I would be able to do my my job was because all of a sudden now I got to get vaccinated to go to different countries. I wouldn't risk my life to do that unless. I was going to do it for the band because this is how I feed my family. And I, and Freddie, me and Freddie, this is our lifeline. I mean, the whole band and Mike, I ain't just talk all of us, but I'm saying like, if he was on board, then I'm like, okay, we're taking our, you know, we're, we're, we're taking our yeah. own um, um, uh, future into our own hands and we're willing to do this. And I'm willing to do that if that's what we got to do. But if he said nine, nah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it because I'm planning to start a new band and hopefully one day I tour. Toma, I'm not doing what that. What if he says to you, <laughs> what if Freddie says, Hoya, if you do it, I'll do it. Then we're doing it. If only. Same time. Hold same on. Time. Hold on. Oh, same time. Only this. This is going to have to be like the new rules in the world is this. For you to play Germany, Belgium, Holland, you know, I'm, I'm this and that. You need vaccination papers for all of those. That's going to be the standard for, for life. Then I get it. That's the only yeah. way I would have to, because it's how I feed my family, period. It's like, you know, yeah. telling a hunter you can't hunt. They're going to say, fuck you if you, you know, whatever you like my morals or not, if you believe, got my back or not. Like, this is all, we, me and Freddie know two things. We know how to take your money or we know how to make music in exchange for money. That's it. So we got two options on this in this world, you know what I mean? And um, we might have to go the route. We're too old. We're too old. We have families, and we and we we don't do bad <laughs> things no more. So we want to keep things. You know what I mean? Narrow. But you think it'll come down to that though? You think it'll come down to the proof of vaccination just to work? You know, sometimes I think yeah, and then sometimes I don't think so because there's a. Illegal business runs the world. Illegal business. And they won't let that. That'll stop there. You know what I mean? They're trafficking whatever they're doing. They're, 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 um, um, coyotes, they're, they're mules and other, you know, in whatever sector of hustling, it interferes being too strict. As soon as something becomes illegal like that, or there's a restriction, it op- it, it creates a business. Exactly. Of exactly. getting around that 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 law, you know, it creates a business immediately. So, it, it, enterprising people 
if there was like a vaccination rule or something like that, there'd be some like counter bootleg vaccinations or, or bootleg papers or whatever. It would open up a whole new business to get into. You know. All right, all right. Let me ask you guys this. They go right now like this. All right, you guys are both union guys, right? Right. All right, they go like this. All right, check this out, guys. Oh, yeah. You, you want to be in the union? You need to get vaccinated. You don't want to get vaccinated, fine, but you're no longer union. You get no more of the benefits, no nothing. You work, I don't know how it works, a scab or however they throw what you get the leftovers. What do you do? I'm out. I got another thing going on anyway, so I'm good. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you not, had to think about it for a for minute. No. I, I saw you, Rich had to think I'm about real, it. I'm a realtor, man. The reason why I say, because I know you guys invested many, many years, so you also know, like, it ain't just up. No, no. As much as we don't want to do it, we think of, man, you know, we got to feed ourselves and how oh, they far might put life... you in a position. What happened? I've seen the union do that kind of stuff to people about other things, not as severe as a vaccination about like, oh, sign this paper. You know what I mean? Everybody's got to sign this paper. And they they bully like people into stuff like that. I've seen it happen before. Um, for something like that, I wouldn't do it because I got another, I have another business going on anyway that I don't need that. You know what I mean? I don't even work yeah. union anymore. Like I don't work in my, my carpentry job. You know what I mean? I'm a realtor in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still like I'm still like a union guy. What if they say to keep unions. your realty license, you need a yes. vaccination? Exactly. Now they say I mean, that it's real. It's very possible. I got some. There's right now. We're not supposed to show houses. We're not supposed to show any houses to anyone that's from out of state without having a a three days old or newer. Uh, uh, proof that they that they don't have COVID. They have to have a, a test. Three, at least no more than three days old. Crazy. So all of my business is from New York and New Jersey. Everybody that I sell houses to is coming here from New York and New Jersey. So that basically means I can't sell any houses. Yeah. Like I'm selling houses one way or the other. So <laughs> you know I've been getting around it by by certain you know means i've been getting around i do a lot of virtual tours or facetime showings and stuff like that but like you can't stop people from making money and that's what's been happening all over the, the country all over the world really people have been like people who make their money a specific way are told you can't make you can't earn any money that's devastating to the yeah. majority of people I so know. People bands. All you know is from yeah. hand. So yeah, it's, it's fucking, it's fucking insane. Yo, like it's so insane because when 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 I said we we're gonna do this, you know, there's a couple things I wanted. I was like, yo, let me let me let me do a, a quick just jot down a couple things the year, different things that happened throughout the year. And I'm like, yo, it ain't even a year yet from when the pandemic started. Let's take it from March. Not even a year yet. Yeah, and you know. Since then, it's been so much shit, like all the people that we talked about passing away. That's just been since March. You know, on top of everything else. 150,000, they say. Oh, how many people died? I'm talking about even just the people in our world, like yeah, the yo, Rich, yeah. the Riley, you know, you know, my mother, uh, um, this, you know, there's like just in our circle, the, the yeah. past, if it's, you know, for not just COVID, just the stuff that's happened all at in this general, time. Yeah. It's and been a crazy that, year, even without it, even without COVID. Yeah, that's what I mean. It just on this year, on top of that, but then it affected people like, you know, it's crazy. My mom's passed not because of COVID, but I had to bury her during COVID, mm. you know, which 
we, you know, one, we, we will all talk about it because not just because it was a, 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 you know, a burial and somebody that, but we had to do it during the most affected time in American history. Yeah. During the first, you remember, it was like code one or whatever. It was still the early. Yeah. How was traveling during that when you had to come back to New York? Dude, it was bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it was empty. Nothing. You know, they go, you fill out a paper and they go, okay, you're going to be there for two weeks. If we call you, you know, nobody called. Yeah. Nobody called. I bet I, you I flying, was... listen, I bet you flying is the most safe place to be because they're so on top of cleaning. Yeah. And yeah, they're checking. During this, it was all right. You know, I flew. I flew during the one. I went to New York City, which was the, at the worst. And I went everywhere and it felt like nothing happened. There was yeah. people with masks. Everybody was just people everywhere. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yo, remember when Italy was crazy? Yeah. My niece lives in Italy. And when it was crazy, my brother said, okay, you got to come home. But supposedly they shut the flights down. You couldn't get home. They bought her a ticket. We're talking to her. I'm at the airport now. I'm like, oh, they're not going to let you on a plane. Oh, I'm on the plane now. Really? Oh, in New York, they're going to stop you. Oh, I'm in New York now. They stop you? No, I just walked off the plane with everybody. Yeah. You said a word. I don't even know what's going on. I, my my homegirls uh my homegirls uh, uh stewardess. So I would yeah. always be hitting her up like, what's the deal with this? What's the deal with that? When I was trying to figure out flying plans for my mom's wake, yeah. like she's like, no heavy. They say all right, they're gonna give them an address, and if they call you, but nobody's following up. Real light, ba ba ba. This is this is what's going on. Yeah. This is what I'm saying, and I'm like, and then they were like, you can't fly out, you know, the country. Like Canada said, you couldn't fly out. But then I heard you could fly out if you had more than 80 people. How does that make sense? Psycho, you know, why 80 people means a lot of money. Mm. You know, that's a lot of. They're yeah, basically yeah. saying we don't want to fly out because it's not worth it if it's just a few people. Yeah, it, that's what it felt like when I heard that. And I was like, yeah. you know, again, I don't want to get in the whole this COVID bullshit because that's just a part of the year. Listen, but the, that shit affected everything. Yo, since March, I went to. To, I flew down to Charlotte. I went to Boston. Yeah, I see you flying more everywhere than ever. I go anywhere. I'm nothing's going to tell me to stay home. If I got to wear a mask, I wear a mask. I don't, I don't sweat that. No problem. You want me to wear? But it doesn't mean I'm staying home like a sucker and I, sit around. If there's a restaurant open, I'm going and I'm going to tip big and I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to look out as much as I could. I'm going to eat. And I'm going to tip big. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Especially right now. You're talking like so a real Floridian. About that, but right now, yeah, in PA, they say, okay, restaurants got to shut down. But this time around, a lot of restaurants said, nah, fuck you, we're not shutting down. I said, give me a list of those restaurants, I'm going. Yeah. Because there's a reason why they're, why they're we're fighting that, because they're, they're t- being told to shut down without any compensation. Of course, you know, we if they're saying, shut down, don't worry, we got you until this is over, it's a different story. If they're saying, exactly. on your own, nah. You know, I'm always going to be. The check is getting smaller and Walmart, Whole Foods, all that shit is still open. You know, right open. Like they could be open, but you, the, the, the barbershop, the, the, you know, down the block can't. Yeah. Like, Yo, that's I rad. take a public bus to New York City every day. I jump on the subway every day, go and I work in a big buildings with hundreds of guys. But I can't go to some small restaurant that might have 20 people. Yeah. Check this out. So this pandemic brought out a lot of different shit in entertainment, you know, how it's affecting music or whatever. And I thought about this, you know, this came out during the pandemic. It ain't even a year old. The Tiger King. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
that came out not even a year ago. Doesn't that feel like like years ago? I felt I like know. that shit was a part of my, my my teenage years for some reason. It feels like I don't know why. Yo, we, we talked about that with you when it was first out. It was so huge. It was yeah. huge, man. It was crazy. Everyone was talking about it. Nuts. How nuts is that, right? Now that lady is on Dancing with the Stars, right? That lady from really yeah come on the one who, who fed a husband to the, the, the tiger yeah, carol baskin is come on come on she's on dancing with the stars i'm kidding i'm telling That's you crazy is like, that you know that that all right the, that came out in march you know that right yeah like, that's yeah. not march, even because you you recommended it like three times insane insane that's not even a year and it felt like since that came out so much now and we talked about it then it was like okay now you see the pandemic, it's affecting music in some ways where, okay, now music is hurting now, but a lot of musicians are doing other things and, and yeah. actors, comedians, as you see, they're doing podcasts, they're doing um, video channels, you know, that, you know, you know, um, it, it's crazy Horror that comedy, it's popping, that, that, that this, this is popping other avenues off this, this whole pandemic. <laughs> You know, you know, I wanted to see Michael Rappaport outside. He did stand up outside live. So you dope. went to how was it? It was good. It was like a little chilly, but it was like a ton of people, but in their own little sections. And it was outside and everybody had a good time. It was something. If there's something going on, I'm I'm gonna try to support it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's this this is it's ridiculous. To me, seeing Seated is just weird, you know. Seated. Oh, close for a what? second. I thought you got Joe. Joe did a good joke, and then you were like real still, but your screen froze. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, uh, no, no. But like, um, um, stand up is kind of the same. You know, it's kind of like yeah. some. I, I, I never went to a live, watched a live show, live only shows on, you know, on, online. And some shows yeah. are packed, so they're kind of like COVID style anyway, like distance. Yes, yeah. The tables, like a small club will have separate ta tables. Yeah. The big ones, small ones. But it was something. This was something going on. And they made their best. The venue made their best by setting up outside, putting up lights, building the stage outside. The restaurants are doing all gimmicks. Let me figure this out. We'll get yeah. some. But as winter comes and, and as they go day to day, like you had a couple weeks ago, we had Thanksgiving. Everybody knows day before Thanksgiving is a big day to go out. Yeah. Bars are back open. So what do they do? We're going to make some money. They stock up on all the liquor. And then the day before, they shut them down and say you can't be open. Just for that day. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah, they shut no them down way. for yeah. that day. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that, it's crazy. It's like um, um, people have selective, you know, you know, a, a selective lawmaking, you know, like, you yeah. know, when, when, when things should be closed and for who and. You know, like close everything down, but hold on. I, you know, my daughter's getting married, so let's keep shit open long enough until after her wedding. Yeah, and then, yeah. You know, it's you know, it's it's crazy. I don't know if this is true or not. I saw a meme today. You should never get your news from memes, but it said uh, that from this new this new bill they passed, this new stimulus bill. You know, everybody's laughing about. Oh, we get six hundred dollars. Oh, what what a joke. You know what I mean? I heard that Kanye West is getting $6 million. Stop. Joel Osteen with a big church uh, in Texas or whatever, uh, wherever he's at, 
He's getting uh like over four million dollars. I think they already got that from the last guy. From the last one, but that what? Ridiculous. That's crazy. How does that work? How does that? How does that money? What? How does that help anybody? Somebody? It just makes no sense. It it blows my mind. If that's in any way, let's cut those numbers in half. Cut them. You know what I mean? Cut them in into tenths. If they it got, still make five dollars, I'm pissed off. Yeah, but that's that's why sometimes I don't want to know what other people are making. I don't think people should always know because it starts making you feel like you know, like getting sh- angry and short. I don't want to be a hater. Yeah, I, I don't want to be a hater. I don't want to be mad at somebody. I hate what they have. And but I'm holy shit, you. I can't fucking help it. And I'm here. You now, but I check this out. But this, how crazy is that? This is I feel exactly like you guys. But that's coming from three guys that have houses. We have a car. We have a full fridge of, you know, food. You know, we, we get. It's crazy, though. I'm not <laughs> but even I saying it for me. Like, I'm not even saying it because <laughs> I feel like I'm okay. I feel like I've been okay this whole, throughout this whole thing. I can't, I can't complain about what I, what, what I have going on. But just the imbalance of. Oh, yeah. The imbalance of it all is just so mind boggling yeah. when you think of it like that. Six hundred dollars versus four million dollars, or six million dollars. Trust me, man. I know six hundred dollars. Can't split the difference at all. In in all of those fucking crazy stimulus uh, rules and shit, you can't split the difference a little bit more. A little bit. It it's so crazy, man. Yeah, it's this. You know, the only thing that makes me like be again take it easier that I know millions of people are taking it with me. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes it. Doesn't make me feel like that. Um, 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 alienated or me like everybody's just or it's just the, the lower musicians, you know. No, every a lot of music, the entertainment business is feeling it. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. it's crazy, but you know, I'm like, um, what made me think about also how important music is is like the other things in life that are essential, but that we really need. Like we do need music. People need that. Not just because I needed to survive financially, but like you see that you guys also know people needed to get off anger. People need to listen to it, to get off anger, to relieve themselves, to mentally take a vacation. You know, it's it's a medication. Yeah. And um, how you know, and um, the, the people that I look at that keeps me motivated on where music is going was the UFC. Now, I want to big up the UFC because not beca- because they showed, listen, we got to make a power move. Also, it's going to be, the norm is going to be like, just let everything die out and let them choose when it's, when when their regulations are, are, are drawn, that's when we could start. No, they took matters in their own hands. They said, we're going to buy our own island. We're t- doing our own regulations and we're going to show you how we do the regulation because that's what they started doing. Everybody started biting off the UFC. Not yeah. just because it's my favorite sport, but boom, how great was that? No sports opening, and the first sports to bring the shit back was the UFC. How crazy is that? That is really weird. <laughs> the yep. sport, 20 years, 15 years ago, you couldn't pay pay for it on pay-per-view. It was illegal. Boom. People would rather see dog fighting than UFC back in the day. Yo, you see, you see Jake Paul, son? I'm telling you, he's taking over, son. Yeah, okay. As I tell you, I'm glad for that. And I was gonna say, I got written down. You guys saw the Tyson fight, then, right? Obviously, I saw 
saw some of it. I saw pieces of it. I actually bought it. Listen, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. You I say, hold on. You I said some it. of it, and you say part of it. <laughs> Listen, I paid for it. I bought it. I want to see those two old fogies go at it. And what happened? Up the fight. I paid for it. I have a receipt to prove I paid for it. But the whole feed was fucked up. So I only saw part of it. Uh, I sat. I had my, my food ready. Me and Anthony <laughs> stayed up late. We were like, hey. And then, first of all, remember I called you the day before. I'm like, yo, I can't find this fight anywhere. He's like, oh, it's tomorrow. So I was like bugging out because I was so excited about it. So I finally, yeah, I bought the thing and I only got a little piece of it. So. Oh, great. What would you think? For what it was, I was entertained. Yeah. I, I was entertained by the whole thing. Look at was it Tyson fucking, you know, 21 year old Tyson? No. Um, it also was I, I, the way they, they filmed it, like the aesthetics, the ring, the, the thing with no crowd. They actually made the shit feel dope. Like for that cool, happened, yeah. I loved it. I, I was like, you know, you could tell they they probably were like, you know, you, you know, obviously they they you could tell like they wouldn't let an, like like a combination go the double time long in combinations like you know what I mean but yeah. you could tell a couple of times they start leaning into it you know two champions you really didn't like Freddie Freddie always says you don't really like boxing you're more like a grappler kind of guy. oh come on Freddie don't say that you starting trouble like always <laughs> yo, yo, no Freddie don't say that Freddie don't say that Freddie's all with the boxing he knows what's up yeah, yeah no but no it was great I loved it like. And I and, and and I get it, you know, like that's what I think they should do with hardcore. Like all these old bands that want to come back, they should go do their separate shows. Make them battle each other. See you come. No, just do the legends <laughs> once in a while. Don't mix yeah. it with the people in the trenches. You know, what the mean? today versus shelter. See who's allowed to come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I like that. I like. Who that. wins that one? That's gonna be who? Who? Who fights shelter and who? With the today. Youth of today and shelter is the same guys. They're gonna fucking oh, beat each shit. other up. Damn, it's gonna be a draw. They cancel then. each other out. They both lose. Yeah, Yo, they don't even win. They loses. The fans. I heard yeah. it with the singer Youth of Today. He had like a crazy brawl that popped off somewhere. Richie, Richie, Joe, Richie's doing what we call is fishing. Like Damn. you know, it's called pescando in Spanish. You forget you're talking to the guy who caught George. I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> Red beard, a fisherman, also this guy over here. So listen, we just to go back to what you said about UFC and how they kind of like created a template. Yeah, the band Code Orange from Pittsburgh. Code Orange get into them is doing that, the UFC template basically. Yeah, Code Orange way, and they're putting out so much content. They basically yeah. have a a soundstage. Oh, yeah. And they're just putting out, like, crazy content, live videos, crazy video. Yeah, I know. I've been seeing, yeah. They're doing a lot of really cool shit, and it's like, they're, they're kind of, like, on a different um, wavelength from a lot of other bands anyway. Like, I don't know if every band will be able to get away with it the way they're doing it, but because they're, like, they, they do a lot of, like, real experimental stuff. To, to be Oh, yeah. Cool. But they're, like, creating content it's just it's dope brand new fresh exciting yeah. content for their fans and they're really doing a good job at it man they're yeah you know let me ask you this and, and ain't it kind of crazy and and it worked out perfectly 
Oh shit! That's what? the signature Code Orange uh, Rebus guitar from Code Orange. Oh shit, dope! That shit's dope. Yeah, look at that. Hell yeah, dope shit. It's a nice, huh? Yeah, that's, that's a little real kill dope. switch. Ah. Yeah, you know what's dope? That I was thinking about them. I was like, one, obviously, you know, they're a good band. They're definitely, you know, their own style and very like industrial. But how? perfect of a time is it for a band like Code Orange with this, you know, the end of the world and pandemic and Code Orange, right? Yeah. Like the, yeah, like sure, the videos, those flashing lights, <laughs> you know, I could picture dudes with masks on anyway, you know, like the mask and disease and, you know, apocalyptic <laughs> fucking germs and fucking whatnots, right? Yeah, it's a good soundtrack for the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I, I died of that. Yeah, I'd kill myself. Yeah, okay, why not? But um, yeah, and it's they were nominated for a Grammy, right? Another one, right? Twice, yeah, yeah. That's the second one. It's fucking so, crazy, right? And, and and to me, I mean, we've talked about Code Orange a lot on our podcast, but like the fact that they are, if you ask, if if they get asked in a in a public forum, what what's your influences? What kind of bands are you know? They say unequivocally. We're a Pennsylvania hardcore band. That's their thing. We're a hardcore band. They never, ever tried to pretend to be anything else. They say we're a hardcore band. And uh, I fucking love that, man, because they're just... Yeah, no, no, I, I love, again, um, I come from a, that, that, that borderline era where I was considered a new school guy, but now it's considered an older school guy. Same era, like you guys, more, you know, same thing like Rich or whatever, whatever. So we know what older school guys would say call a band like Code Orange when they call themselves a hardcore band, how they get all their, their feathers, you know, oh, yeah. Band, yeah, you know, and like, but we come from an era where we understand why they're getting their feathers bent, but we also understand why they call themselves a hardcore band because they're hardcore kids that came up from the hardcore scene with the hardcore ethics and hardcore is an attitude. So hardcore became in the history. It's more. It's an attitude now, and before it was about, a sound with an about attitude. The history, right? Been, what we were saying before about the history, what we, you know, where you could trace the, the 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 leaves to the twigs to the branch to the trunk of the tree. You know what I mean? So I know what it is with Code Orange. I know exactly what it is. Code Orange is from Pittsburgh, and they grew up listening to Built Upon Frustration, and they grew up listening to No Retreat. Who grew up listening to Bulldoze? Who grew up listening to New York Hardcore? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the yeah. that's the back root. Boom, right back to the the thing. So when they say we're a hardcore band, exactly. and they have fans that are fans or that are uh whatever corn fans or that are uh tool fans or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they say a hardcore band, what's hardcore? And then they go research it, and then that. To, you know, that's our history. I so agree. what Code Orange sounds like, I don't care who likes them and doesn't like them. They are a hardcore band and they are proud of their heritage that's rooted into the, the thing we do. And that to me is like commendable. That's respectable. You can't, you, we have to have, it's always going to, the sound has to change. It has to be, it has to be, uh, you know, evolved. It has to be. Yeah. It's just progression. But as long as hardcore kids are not willing to turn their back on the history and always keep that, you know, one hand on that branch that you, that you came from, and it could always be traced back to the roots. 
You know what I mean? No, that's I think the thing. That's the thing about I, I, I backed them because, you know, you know, again, early on also, you know, we, they, we took them on the road too, you know, and, and again, they grinded, they, they, you know, they, they had their sound, they stuck to their sound. They did, you know, they had their vision, they did that thing and, and they got, um, 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 you know, people noticed it and, and they have a work ethic and good for them. I'm on that boat where say the name, Stigma told me that shit early on. Spell the name right. So if you're going to talk about hardcore, just say it. Say it as much as you can so people go in and find the mad balls, the wisdoms and chains and the fucking and all the other bands. You know what I mean? I'm all for that. All these old motherfuckers that talk shit on a band like them aren't even around. And when they were around, they were around for two years and disappeared. And then they want to talk about hardcore's day, the new shit. Yeah, you ain't nobody. I don't give a fuck if you came out in 1980. I was around from 82 to 86. Who gives a fuck? What about the last 20 years since then? 30 years since then? While we, us, and you guys, how long you been playing nonstop now? Longer than Minor Threat has. Oh, come on. But, but thank you. But that's my point. Look at, you know, now it's different times. Now I look at things in a different way. Like, you know, yeah. I, we always give props to the old school. But we also been in the grind for 26 years nonstop. So yeah. on, on some platforms, I do speak my mind to the older generation out loud, and I don't give a fuck because I I helped build the foundation on this. It was later on. It might have been, you know, I started from the fifth floor, but now the, 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 this building's a skyscraper. Yeah, I didn't start from the foundation, but I started early on and helped build, you know what I mean? And now there's yeah. the top, so, you know, I, I don't hate, but there's a lot of these older bands I would hate, and that happened... Same thing happened early on with Hatebreed. It was the same thing, but really? Hatebreed was closer to the trunk of the tree because they came directly hardcore kids who happened say, okay, we're going to play, but we're going to throw a little bit more bolt thrower in it. We're going to throw a little bit more bolt thrower and mad ball in it. And they were mixing like that. They were, but they were like, Jamie used to book the Madball shows back then. The first couple Madball shows ever, you know, Jamie was booking them, you know, like they were, you know, as metal as they sound and whatever they were, hardcore guys, like we know them, you know, we are oh, your hardcore dudes, but sonically they're metallic, they're their own thing, like Biohazard, not a hardcore band. Influence, yes, but what is Biohazard? They're Biohazard. Hatebreed is Hatebreed. They, those are bands that fell in their own thing. You know, Madball, New York hardcore band. We're not our own thing. We're a New York hardcore band. You know, when it comes to the hardcore, a really cool thing about hardcore, the scene is they love the old stuff they want to know about it and a really bad thing about the scene is they love the old stuff like so at the same time they give props and that's great but sometimes they give like to a band like mind and threat they give too much props i agree if did if mind and threat stuck around nobody would care it, trust me you're talking a band that stuck around and yeah. that's why we also feel sometimes on on, on the pendulum when, when when we hit a low we feel a little bit more of it because people know with a band like Madball, oh, we could see Madball in a couple months. You know what I mean? Madball's going to be around in a month or two. These other yeah. bands, they come out and it's the whole fantasy. Oh, I never got to see them. I heard this about their one show. It was nuts. And I want to relive the, the, the picture on the seven inch and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And The thing with Madball, you, you're allowed some diversity in your own music. If Minor Threat stays like Minor Threat and they play past 10 years, how how are you gonna recognize one song from the other at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, again, so, they're so condensed to what they what they you know their sound. It's 
if they and if they change, they're done. So they don't they don't even have the luxury to change. So it's not like a diss on minor threat. It's just that they were this band, but they almost get too too many props, and plus they sort of abandoned verbally abandoned the scene. I agree. Let me ask you: how, how, how many albums Wisdom has full length? Seven, seven, I think. Seven. How many Minor Threat has full lengths? I don't even know if they have one. Exactly one, two. Okay, um, um, name one of these old bands. You know, and I'm not trying to diss these because I love Minor Threat. Um, Marginal Man. You know, we I've heard of them. I don't even know of them, but I know it. I, I don't even know. Let me guess. Two albums. They probably don't even got that. But these are bands that people are like. Oh my God! You don't like the Marginal Man and blah 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 blah. They, they just want to name old obscure bands that. I know. That but now times have changed in such a different way. We all put in work. You know what I mean? Like like you know like um. You know, that's like the guys that you guys are construction guys. You know, the guys that will crawl out, you know, those wild dudes. They will crawl out on the pipes and they got those old school pictures. Yeah, yeah. Respect, right? Hard niggas. But guess what? You guys now have done big things since then. Thank you for that. But we also risk our lives and climb buildings and yeah. blah, 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 blah. That's kind of the way I see it, too. The same way. Like, respect. But, yo, dudes, you know, also... You know, you, you know, you did it early on and salute, but okay, not only have we been adding on and and, and, and going through the, the learning curve from there on, we're still in the mix, learning and living it. Yeah. There's a difference when we're still in the trenches. Yeah, and, 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 and then oh yeah, then like guy. What so happened? music guy, as a music guy, I want to see new albums from my favorite bands. Yes. I mean, and if they're constantly the same, I'll I'll get bored. My <laughs> After three or four songs, to me, it's 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 a wrap. I never saw them live though. Maybe live they had some special thing. It's kind of like the Bad Brains. I always hear the Bad Brains, how great they were. I like some of their songs, but I don't see it like a John Joseph type of guy. Yeah, you know, to Man. me, they're not that band. Madball's that band. Not to like you know. Yeah, no, I hate us. Our Bad Brains. Yeah, existed simultaneously with our old band. So. And now we see Madball keep going in another album and we're excited in, in another album. So I just don't get the, I'm not a seven inch collector. I don't care too much about demo history. Yeah. I like active bands who are con contributing constantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's no, for sure. And let me ask you, both of you guys, this, have you heard the new Haybreed? Haybreed dropped an album. I heard, I heard of it. I haven't heard it yet. I heard teaser, teaser songs off it and it sounded dope. Yeah, they, I mean, they're fucking hard. You know, I mean, you know it's going to yeah. be hard. Yeah. They, they have a certain recipe, and yeah. some albums are better than others. But with them, for me, it's always the right production for my personal enjoyment. When they yeah. hear the right production and his vocals, when his vocals are on point, they're devastating vocals. You know what I mean? And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, young, they're... He was really clear. Like, you could hear word for word. You could hear his lyrics. I always liked that. And so lately, though, some albums are better than others, but I always enjoy a hate breeding. Yeah, well, I, I actually got to go catch up on it because I actually haven't been listening to shit. I, I was writing music because we're working on the 10th album. You know that. And then I took the last two months, <clears throat> haven't done no music, nothing at all. I was like, I got kind of, I said, let me fresh it. I need to get away from everything. I want to just, you know, fresh it, go back into it fresh, blah, 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 all that bullshit. But I got a lot of music stacked up. Robin? Oh, yeah, true or false? I heard you took the blaze level down. 
Oh, big time. Like, yeah, no, like, church. I, I didn't blaze for like eight months, seven months. You're going to write an album. No, but, the blaze. but I blaze now. That's oh, why. That? No, but yeah, but I, I'm I'm very light now. Before I was over now, now I'm medicating the nice way. But um, will uh, it change the writing? No, I, I need to. If I didn't, there would have been a problem. Like, you know what I mean? Because I got to get in that zone. I'm too anal when I write music with my own music. Like, I really am my biggest, um, um, what do you call it? Uh, critic. Critic. But, like, I'm bad with myself. And the only really? time I'm not is when I'm blazed. I'll give myself a chance to iron something out, not just shit on it off the grip. You know, mm. it's kind of like the idea of you sitting back on your couch, just strumming away. I could do that lit and not... Like, oh, and I'd be like, oh, that don't sound hard. That don't sound good. Oh, fuck it. I don't even, I, I don't got, I'm, I don't got it today. When I'm lit, I could just strum, like right now, I'll go, let me check what's online. And then, oh, that chord sounded hard. And they just kind of not focus and then build. You know what I mean? But um, been doing that, but I haven't been listening to no music because I try not to listen to music when I'm writing for a Mabble album. I only listen to Mabble albums. Cause I only want to bite off myself. Any specific album from the past you're going to? You know, I always, no, not specific, but I listen, you know, I'll go to the classics, I'll hold it down. And then I'll go into an infiltrate the system, you know, stuff just to get, you know, the, the old classics, classic songs. I just go over them and try to get vibes off of them sometimes. And I, and I How see- did you got Ganeri in the band? You're going to allow some thrashing leads or what? Yeah, of course I want, he better fucking step up those big skinny fingers. <laughs> ah, yeah yeah no he kills it you know of course i'm gonna have him get on there you know but um Not using him would be ridiculous if yeah yeah no and he's in like like and i already saw early on with him like um you know again you know me i'm, I'm really hands-on i'm really that you know control freak in a way but I, I you know i'm learning how to tone shit down but he's good at where i could throw him something i have already and be like yo could you do this in a different key but I'm trying to do this and that. He kind of gets what I'm going at, and he's good at yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, like making it happen, like chefing it up, like, you know, yeah, sous chef or whatever. So, which is usually what I need in a guitarist anyway. Like, yeah. let me throw you my, my ingredients and you finesse it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm signed. I got some hard shit. This record, I got some like, it really reflects the times. You know, it's bank robbery music. Like, mm. it sounds like, urgent you know what i mean and um but yeah i've been you you guys been listening to anything what you been listening to lately what you got in the car joe what you driving around to you listen to and i'll tell you it's been like for for music it's been a little bit like frustrating because my phone rings so much now you can't dig in that i like I, my, my son has seen me punch my steering wheel so many times because I'll be like, I'll put some music on and be like, all right, let's let's just chill, you know, take an hour to ourselves and just listen to some music. And then right when you're getting into it, you know, that part's coming up <laughs> and then the phone rings. Fuck. You answer it for five minutes. Then I'm like, all right. Yeah. OK, thanks. And I hang up and I got to call three people about whatever that phone call was about. So now 15 minutes later. I get back into the, the thing, but the vibe is the gone. gone. And it's Forward. like, you know, that's the worst way to listen to music. So every now and then I'll put my phone on airplane mode and just listen to something. You know what I mean? But it's always something old 
it's always something s- sentimental. It's very rarely ever like a brand new thing, you know. What yeah, I mean? but like what you've been rocking. I put on uh, the other day. I put on Wu Tang Forever. Oh, and right. Yo, there's a song on there called Impossible. I'm gonna go check it out. The pinnacle of the pinnacle of Wu Tang. Yeah, all right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, That's Wu Tang at their Wu Tangest. At their wooiest. The wooiest. It's the. It might be their best, like all around, like song ever that they ever did. So you've been going back on old school Wu Tang and the old school hip hop kind of shit. Yeah, old school hip hop. Um, man, my son really got into Far Side. Yeah, f- yeah, yeah. Of course. In my younger days, Far Side. When I yeah. Lunch in the back, of course. My son got into the far side recently, so we've been listening to some like old school stuff like that. And uh, he uh, he listens to a lot. He basically kind of DJs, and we drive around a lot together. So I listen a lot to whatever he's listening to. Um, he's been listening to some some reggae stuff lately. He loves a, he loves old music, man. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm noticing I, I, now. You know, the younger generation was listening to new school shit, but this younger, younger generation is getting turned on to the old school shit. A lot of these generation of kids, there's a new generation coming out, they're all into the old 90s shit. You know, the late, the early yeah. 90s, that, you know, from even late, you know, the kid in plays, like that era shit, the flat tops, like that, like the far sides, a little bit more fun rap. You know what I mean? More like... Yeah, before it got too, like, serious and, you know... There's like not, it's not, a little bit of bravado, but it wasn't all about like who's the who's the who's the the, the best at killing. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, now it's fucking every every rap video is a Fed case. It's information for a Fed case. Everybody's getting federal yeah. indictments now. Everybody's getting. That's crazy. Casanova, fuck who I be with? He's locked up in the Feds. All He's these done. guys. Casanova's done. Then all these guys, the Feds are yeah. you know they ain't playing games. You know it's insane. Richie, what you listening to? What you listening to that's no old what? Typo negative a lot. Typo negative. Oh, you still with the typo guy. Love typo. You know what, what was it with them? Like they were hard. I get the concept and it was dark, and but that shit was boring to me. Like, you know. Yeah, if you if you're not into it, I could see. But during the winter at night. <laughs> Type of negative, rust. When I'm sharpening the guillotine on the, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Your, your axe. You know what? Listen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pick, pick one night. Pick one night. Whoa. When you're going to blaze again heavy, put in October rust headphones alone. Hot <laughs> in the dark, naked. Uh, it's, a, it's a trip. The whole album is a trip, man. It's all over the place. Yeah. I it's, used to, I used to listen to that with Big Show. Uh, late night, me and Big Show would always drive home from Wisdom and Chain shows, and uh, that was like one of our favorites. Was put on Typo Negative late Strong night album. driving, dude. Some heavy vibes, man. No, for sure, because it's the Sabbathy, the dark. But I remember being like, he's okay. like, oh. uh, yeah, I like that craziness. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, all right, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like, if you, but if you're gonna have, if you're gonna have an image. I want it to be real. And this I, dude drank himself till he was dead. Listen, I told you the, the Pete Steele story, right? I have the One. best Pete Steele story. So. Casa the Rock.com. Home of that fly DIY.
you want to support the show, go cop some merch right now. We got a lot of new t-shirts, shorts, and caps Welcome available. Everything is made in-house by your boy on the spot. So show some love, support the movement. CasaTheRock.com is a spot. With the hot chicks? Yeah, yeah I told you that one. Then, right? Yeah. No, tell me. Go ahead, tell it again. All right, yeah. So we're playing this festival. It's, in the, in the, it's crazy because I, I saw the date. I think it was in the ni- 98, something like that. It was like World Rock, one of these for, gra- girls rock, whatever. But it was Deftones, uh, uh, um, Danzig, um, um, Black Sabbath, um, Typo Negative, Madball. It was insane. It was insane. We were like the only hardcore, but it was insane. Like, like it, was, it was unreal. And, um, so we're like, um, so whatever, we're all hanging out. And it was, again, it was the early days of big festivals. Like it, now, you know, we're all vets with festivals. You know, all of us, you guys, us, like, you know, we played, we got, we've been lucky to play a lot of big festivals now, you know, all our bands. But back then it was still real fresh. So whatever. So we're all amped, you know, everybody's, you know, got there, the laminates, where's catering, let's hang out, you know, the whole friend. And then right away, you all these girls start rolling up and they're like, yo, blah, blah, blah. They're like, yo, is Pete in here? And we're like, yeah, Pete's in here. Come on. <laughs> so it's like, no joke, like eight, 10 girls. So we bring them in the backstage room and they're all like, what's up, guys? Oh, and we're like, oh, fuck, you ain't drinking beers, hanging out. The girls all hanging, we're all chilling, blah, blah, blah. And we're all having a good time and whatever. And then the door opens up and it's fucking Pete Steele. And he fucking walks in and he's like, and then he's like, hey, and you know, Vinny's, you know, Stigma. Stigma is what it's like. Hey, you know, Pete, what's up? Stigma. You know, he's like, hey, Vinny, you know, he's like, gentleman, he says to us, whatever. (laughs) You know, he says some real like, like cool vampire shit, you know. He's like, gentlemen, I see. And he goes, oh, as you can see, I could see you found my ladies. And he's like, and we're like, oh, yeah, that wasn't for you, blah blah blah. And he's like, yeah. He goes, okay, hey, Vinny. You know, he says something to Vinny like with a voice, like, good to see you, blah blah blah. Okay, I'll see you later. Then he goes to the girls, ladies, schnell, schnell in German, come, come. They all got up and they all walked out with him. Yo, it was insane. I was, like, about. That's I was like, dude, this guy got a fucking that pussy control, nigga. See, I got to put my, my tour. My Always tour with thing. the laminate. <laughs> yeah, it was insane, but it was funny. He goes, gentlemen, as you can see, he says, I forgot how he said. He said some shit like Count Dracula would say. But Yo, fuck he's, it. Um, he's the re- he was the real deal. The image was real. And I like that. If you're going to be a tough guy, a gangster rapper, I want you to be a real gang. I want you to go down in the blaze, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I it hear was you. the real deal. And his music was good. And, yeah, and yeah. To the point where a slight change and it's easily mainstream and he's over the top. Like, like, what I give it to him was like as much as you want to start hating him, thinking there's too much of a fantasy, he'll he'll come out and say some joke. Where he don't take himself serious, where you can oh, tell, yeah, yeah, totally. you know, and that's Those what I like. I'm like, yeah. at the end of the day, nigga, you from Staten Island, dude. You are garbage man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, he didn't take himself how some people did it. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. the the fans that always paint that crazier picture, yeah, of the artist. You know, like everybody yeah. that came to a Madball show for the first twenty years thought, oh, I gotta punch somebody in the face. Like, you know, it's a Madball show. Mandatory. It's mandatory, yeah, you know, like, if you didn't get punched in the face, if there wasn't a fight at a Mabel show, like, 20 years ago, I'd be like, yo, we're slipping, because, oh, yeah. and not just because we wanted it, it's just because it was the norm, 
Yeah. It really was the norm. It it got so played out that we would play back in the day. We'd start playing ready to fight. We stopped. They're fighting. Ready to fight. Start playing ready to fight. Just fuck it. Kill yourselves. (laughs) At what point point did Madball, or maybe you never did, but did you guys start getting frustrated that the shows were too violent? Absolutely. That was, you know, early on. You know, yeah. You know, it was our own fault at first. Obviously, you know, we had a lot to do with early on. But we, when we started touring more, and it became our, 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 you know, our business, our family business, we saw how it was affecting business. Mm. Like now, we, we were taking the music seriously, our art seriously, and you know, we're building, we're investing time, and you know, we're leaving our families and all this shit to do this, and then we're shitting right on it. Then we started realizing we're like. Yo, these guys are, you know, we just traveled 12 hours. Now we only play three songs because two morons want to punch each other in the face that live in the same town that could have done it two months ago. But they picked the Madball show when we had to drive through a, a snowstorm to get there. Did you ever have to cut anybody off? Any guys that would consistently come? Did you ever have any troublemakers amongst like the crew or anything like that or not really? Oh, yeah. Half our crew, we had to leave behind. Like, yo, you, you yeah. can't come. Because, you know, they want to get in the pit and then they, where they dance is too hard and then people get too scared. Or we know they just sore lo- pit losers. You know, you got some friends, they, they're sore, <laughs> sore pit, pit losers. losers. You know what I mean? They get hit the wrong people way. Like they, they, all of a sudden, they got like a list of justifi- justifying the hit in the pit. It's like, yeah, you're in the pit, dude. Hey, Breach playing. You're going to get punched. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? A white trash Remember, guy uh, punch you in the face. Yeah. There's there's certain people who we brought around with us to, to shows and they almost feel obligated to go berserk when you Oh play. yeah. Which is like is you know, go have a good time, but like don't like don't Yeah, yeah, it. but they don't know. They don't yeah. know. Yeah. Shout out to Eric, fucking Pennsylvania Eric. When we play, I don't even want him in the I'm always looking at him. He loves <laughs> Madball, but I'm always looking at him like mm, no, no. Because one, you're a kickboxing champion. Number one. Number two, you like to fight. <laughs> like he likes fair. to fight. And number three, he loves hardcore music. So that's three things already. And then he wants to be in the mix. He he's not a guy that wants to stand in the back. He wants to be right up front in the middle. And then I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, there's guys that are not allowed to wop. He's not allowed to sometimes too. Like, because you know these people. Like like, a tank. Yeah, they maul people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like uh but yeah, fucking it's crazy. But like, though, and w- coming closer to the end of the year, and it's funny, I was just thinking about the, the heathen shit you guys told me about doing podcasts on Christmas that you were trying to get me to do before. Thanksgiving just passed. You heathens celebrate Thanksgiving, right? All right, you won't, you won't celebrate the guy on the cross, but you'll celebrate stealing the Indian's land, right? You'll do that, right? That's okay. okay just saying. But all right, back to you. Have that, you have that written down. You have that written down on a piece of paper, don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. PowerPoint. No, but how is Thanksgiving? You guys both, you, you did a Thanksgiving? Joe, are you, let me ask you, Joe, this. I want to start with Joe. Because I know Joe didn't come up with Thanksgivings, but I know you would have them at one of your family members' houses that you would go to, right? Yeah, do, always. Do you do it yeah. at your house or you still go to your family member's house? Well, everything was different this year because of... Uh, oh. I forgot COVID. The, the, the COVID and all that stuff. So especially with like elderly people who would. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, somebody who's old. So 
Uh, I told like when when we did a, the podcast before, I told you what my son was doing with the deboning the turkey. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to come debone like, some turkeys. I he did it again, man. Whew. Crazy man, so good. Cornbread, sausage, stuffing, you know, like he did, oh, man. That's and, what uh, I, I'll tell you what I did after you, but you. So you did. So your son made the turkey. Yeah, you told me. You told me. Yeah, my son made the whole meal. He made yeah. everything. That's crazy. I want to rent them out next Thanksgiving. <laughs> He's dope, man. Yeah, I'm gonna bring him over. He knows what he's doing. I'm gonna pimp him out and be like, "Yo, pick him up in a nice ride." Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he probably won't, he he probably won't see this before Christmas, but like his Christmas presents are it's it's mostly kitchen stuff. Like, dope, dope. Food yeah, on this podcast, I'm like, dropping this on New Year's Eve. This is the New Year. This year, I'm skip this 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 week. I'm skipping the one week. I wanted to end the the year off because it falls on the New Year's Eve. Okay, so, tight. So this will come out um next Thursday. But, yeah, um, so he's a uh, he just loves to cook, man, and he loves just like inventing stuff and learning new techniques and things like that. So he, yeah, he's he he made Thanksgiving. He's got all kinds of stuff uh, planned for this week too. You know what I mean? So he's dope. What what are you doing for Christmas? What do you? I mean, oh, okay. What are you gonna do for Christmas? Are you doing anything for Christmas? Because you're the you know yeah you're the 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 odd man. Um, you know you you you're the more um um what do you call it delicate um. Uh, uh, hysteria <laughs> on these subjects of, of holidays. Well, you know, it doesn't bother me. I, I like to me. I, I see the beauty in Christmas. I see the beauty of it. I see the beauty of all of these these holidays that I didn't grow up with. Um, but the the sentimental part of it that everybody else has, I just yeah. don't have it. Yeah. So I, I, what's senti- sentimental to me is giving the kids their their stuff. That's like. That's like where I started. That's like my beginnings of Christmas. So, like, I think I told you this before, but the first Christmas I ever celebrated was with Richie. Yeah, Richie took me down to uh, North Carolina with his his girlfriend at the time. We went down to her her uh, family's house in North Carolina, and I was just going on a trip. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't going there for Christmas. Yeah. Just hang, yeah. Yeah. They bought me. They bought me Christmas presents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it bought me Christmas presents, and it was like I didn't know what to do with myself. I, th- I got remember I got my ears pierced at the mall. Yeah, I went to yeah. I went to Piercing Pagoda in the mall. I got my ears pierced, and uh, I got I bought a Slayer CD. Perfect Christmas gifts. Oh, Rain and Blood. This is my first Christmas. I brought I bought Rain and Blood, and I bought Sepultura, um, Arise, and um. I got my ears pierced. Yeah, and I was fucking living it up, man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was my right. first Christmas yeah, in North Carolina. Christmas. But that was like that was my first time, and I was like, it just felt, it didn't feel like, uh, like natural. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel you. I know what you mean. Like even like, and this is why I ask because even Christmases are are different with people that celebrate Christmas. They do it different. Like Latin people do it different than uh, white people. You know, white people do it different than uh, American. You know, like. Uh, uh, Italians from the old school do it different than American white people. American white people do it different than Latin. You know, we, we got these little, it's different too. Like, uh, like Latin people, we do our Christmas Eve. We wait till midnight and 12 o'clock hits, everybody opens their presents. White people wait till the next morning. You wake up and the kids run out. And you know, to me, that was always like the white kids did it. You know what I mean? And then some people, 
wouldn't do it even like that. They'll just Christmas Day, whenever you roll up, you open your presents. You know, I've heard people do that kind of thing too. Like, I don't know, I've heard all different styles, but uh, Richie, what did you do for uh, Thanksgiving? My sisters. Your sisters? I haven't had a good, properly cooked Thanksgiving turkey in years. Still, Nothing you haven't? The secret how to cook a turkey anymore. I'm going to tell you. I don't know, but everywhere I go, it's my favorite meal of the year, and I'm disappointed. You got beat this year again? Sides are getting better and better with the turkey itself. Yeah, so you, so you had a beat meal. No, I, I knew it. I, I told her ahead of time, like, you don't know how to do this. What are you doing? Like, we got to get somebody who knows how to do it. No, no, no. I was reading this. I was reading, and then you get it, and it was, it was like almost like wet. Like, you know what I mean? It's like this... Dissolving in my mouth. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know what I ended up doing? Well, first of all, you know, obviously my mom's passed away. She was a, you know, she was the, the one that did all the. That was her department, and nobody could cook like that lady anyway. Rest yeah. in peace of my mom's. But rest so, long story short, I picked up the cooking duties in my fucking house for my son, and and I'm not a cook. I also have to do it because I was watch. I started eating cleaner, and I, I have to be able to watch what I'm eating. So long story short, I'm the fucking cook of the house now. But long story short, I burn water. So I was like, what the fuck is going to happen now? Yeah. So what I ended up doing was I went to Whole Foods and I bought, they sell the ready-made meals. So let me tell you, it was like 150 bucks for like Mm -hmm. six people, six to eight, which is good. And it's Whole Foods. I was like, I got a... Apple brine turkey, some apple brine with cornbread stuffing, green mm. beans, mashed potatoes, like two things of mashed potatoes, all this shit. All you got to do is heat up the shit. And I look like a professional. That's nice. That's what I was trying to tell her. Did you put an apron on? Oh, yes, yeah, in front of it. Oh, oh, come on. Yeah, in. Oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah. I'm like, hold on one second. Yeah. You know, yeah. Both ready, guys. Yeah, yeah. my hands over here. It's almost done. Yeah, hold on. And you hear the microwave buttons. Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, it was fucking banging. And the main thing is this. What's one of the main, there's two main things that happen with turkeys. Two complaints. It's either too dry or it wasn't cooked through. Right? That's the main concern. You know, flavoring. Okay, whatever, whatever. You could always put gravy, but that's a two concern. The good thing about this is one of the, one of the two things gets eliminated it's already pre-cooked so basically the worst come to worst it would be cold inside but if you cook it right it's not going to be cold so you don't got to worry about having cutting into the shit and the shit is going to be bloody at least you know it would be cold at worst worst comes to worst you you could still cut it up and heat it up in pieces Mm. if you need it but that was the only problem i had and and it was brined it was like that it was had a good taste and it looked good so I was like, yo, I'm never, I'm never fucking buying. Well, I don't know how to cook a real meal anyway, unless I could serve scrambled eggs and fucking toast for Thanksgiving. But pretty uh, good, but I don't got the balls to attempt a turkey. And I don't think my sister should either, or anybody else that doesn't know how. Turkey's hard. Too important of a meal to wing it that day. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And this is the thing, I what your son does, I'm gonna learn. So my boy brought me a turkey. So I'm a, I'm a fucking Frankenstein this shit because I saw it on TV. I think they call it you what you call it you scotch scotch it is that what your son did? Well, basically this is when 
you got the turkey, right? The turkey's like this. You cut the, the, the spine off and you, you butterfly it, kind of like what Joe said. So it's just butterfly turkey. Like if you cut it in the middle, mm. you butterflied it. And it's supposed to cook easier and cook good. Oh, all right. So yeah, real easy. And and what he said is the, the what like one of the, the things that's very important to cooking a turkey is having a thermometer and checking the temperature with a thermometer. Yes. Time inside, yes. Turkey is like its own unique bird. So yeah. uh, there's the bone structure, the density of the whatever, you know what I mean? Yes. The only way to really know if it's cooked right is to put a thermometer in it. Yeah. I learned how to rock that shit. under the tongue. Under yeah, the tongue I, no the wonder. I've been checking the turkey. I've been putting the shit in my ass and it comes out fucking 98 degrees every time. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but fucking, um, no, but the, the shit was, um, I learned, I was like, um, and a thermometer is something I learned to have is a game changer because if you make chicken or something with bones in it, you know, what's the thing? You always got to take it out, open it, and then you fuck up a piece of meat that's not cooked. And they, no, this, you check it right in. If it's 161, chicken is cooked, pork is cooked. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of like I learned because I had to kind of dive into this whole Emerald Lagasse world. Uh, he's even outdated. Yeah. But um, I made my son. Well, I I, I didn't make him do this, but he when he said he wanted to do Thanksgiving, I told him, why don't you do like a practice one first? Yeah. He did two practice smart giving meals before the, the real one. So smart. the third one came around. He knew exactly what to do. Everything was faster. Everything was like more efficient, you know. That's amazing. And Rich, what are you going to do for Christmas? What do you guys do? You do a, uh, how would you do Christmas meal? How you guys, how you celebrate Christmas? I mean, I know you're a heathen sloth also, but I'm saying, did, did your family do it Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? Did you Christmas, have a Christmas Eve, deal on we Christmas don't, Eve, Christmas we don't Day? eat any meat. Fish. Fish. I'm not a fish guy, so we'll have pastas. Uh-huh. And we'll make some pizza. Uh-huh. There'll be seven fishes. We do that whole, that whole gimmick. The seven fish. Now we do like the Latinos where nobody sleeps till the next day. Yeah, basically. We're fucking out and, they, and late at night, 12 or 1. You know, if it's a real little kid, they might get up 2 or 3 in the morning and then the presents are there. Yeah. You're going to see a half-eaten cookie like, you know, Santa took a bite, left it behind. During COVID, though, we're asking Santa not to bite the cookie and leave it behind. <laughs> Either eat the whole thing or don't touch it. Virtual cookie. Yeah. But so we're going to do that for Christmas Eve. No, and then for Christmas, we're doing spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs. So you eat spaghetti, Joe. What are you eating for Christmas dinner, or your day no idea, your twenty fifth no meal dinner? <laughs> I really don't know, man. Honestly, I don't know. Oh, no, I, nothing planned, even I'm like. Sure, that. my son is cooking up something, but I, I'm I'm out of the loop with that. Yeah, good shit. I bought a, a ham from Whole Foods. I did that same road. So let's nice. I well, learned I my lesson. Dope ham on, on Thanksgiving, last Thanksgiving, sliced it all up thin, stuffed it. It must have been so bad for you with brown sugar, oh. syrup, and pineapples. I love it in the uh, what do you call it, crock pot? I love it. Nice. It was. I gotta check the calories on that. That sounds incredible. It was. Yeah, that just sounds like mad calories. Yeah. Sweet, salty, greasy hams. Oh mm. my god, I feel like I. But you see. Uh, that I, I, my calorie counter is going off. Yeah, yeah. You would have. You wouldn't probably. You know, check it. Out. I'm. I'm in like the Hoy's camp. When I lost my mom years ago, food went down. Yeah, down and has never been the same. 
things. I know it's every day. Oh. You know, we talk. Me and my sons are like, "Yo, could you make this?" I'm like, "Nah, I don't know that." Could you make like grandma? And nah, I know we be eating cigarettes. Remember when grandma? I'm like, "Yeah, I remember." I'm like, "I wish you would have learned a couple of those." You know, like. I was never the cook guy anyway. Like I was never just into yeah. cooking. So I learned a couple little things from her, but I was never, it just wasn't my, I'm too gorilla hands. You know, I got yeah. like, you know, it's You'd be like good for tenderizing a product before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I, I would be and good at that. Guy. I would be good at making mozzarella or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> if I was going to do some milk in a cow, you know, like, <laughs> you, know, you know, like I, I'll be good at that. Like something like that. You know what I mean? But like delicate, like, Pinches of that and little spoons. I'm gonna make a ravioli. No, no. You're gonna tear ravioli. Maybe me? an empanada you can make. Maybe an andale, andale. But yeah, but um, yeah, no, but um, I'm glad that 2020 is over. But again, by the time this shit is over, you know, um, but uh, by the time this podcast drops, we're gonna be you know hours away from fucking um, 2021. Hey man, we don't know, man. It might twenty twenty one might come out blazing and fantastic. You yeah, know? And, and I think if we will it enough, it, it could happen. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I, you know, I think, you know, look, if people got through the Spanish flu back then when people were, didn't have shit, now we have everything. We're gonna lose it. We'll lose it if we give it away. Yeah, Put it like that. You know, if yeah. the people give it away, and you could take that for whatever I mean. The music, freedom, this, that, that. If the people give it away, it's the only way we're going to lose it. Because if we really want it, we'll keep it. Because we go through adversity. Every, every generation goes through something. And now, when our brains are the most developed and we're our smartest, yeah, we're getting our, our stupidest, our dumbest, you know what I mean? But also, right before we, we reach that circle of being full-blown morons, we're at our smartest, too. Where we got technology, all this. You know, we just got to, people got to wake up and just in general, we got to like, just stay on track and not give up. And I we got nothing to do with politics. It got to do with like bringing normal life back to whatever your normal was. And don't get distracted with the little, the, the, don't get distracted by memes. And yeah. that, that, that means across the board, it means topics. It could be. You know, whatever the hot thing is of the of of the second, you know what I mean? Remember, I, I remember people were bugging out like the end of the world is happening about yeah. about trans issues. Yes. Shim or whatever, like all you know, the pronouns, whatever the pronouns were. People were going crazy about it. Oh my god, life is not gonna come on. Yeah. People were freaking out like it was the end of the world that somebody was trying to get you to change a thing or whatever, or you're not, you're not calling me what I want to be called. Oh, I have to call you what you want to be called. Everybody. It was such a big deal. Nobody's talking about that shit now. Yeah. You know what it is? But it's not as big of a deal because it's not the, it's not the headline. People just want to be heard. And now there's a platform. So if you let them babble, they get tired and they don't care because all right, everybody heard me. All right, now you got it off. All right, you feel good about yourself. You got your more, you know, you 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 know, you let you let your shit off your chest. That's the problem. It's, you know? And it's both sides of the, you know what I mean? It's both sides of every argument. It's the same thing. If somebody says, "Hey, this thing's important to me," no matter whether they have whether it's valid to you or not, they they're speaking their opinion. But as much as it is valid for some people, 
it's completely invalid for other people. Sorry. And, <laughs> and, and, and and people will people will resist it as hard or harder than the people who are trying to to, to get their voice heard. You know what I mean? So yeah. that and it, and it basically takes over all conversations for until it dies out, until the next thing comes along. So people were freaking out, uh, like for example, about about trans issues until like something like Tiger King comes along. Yeah, yeah, and then it's, it nobody's takes. Nobody's talking about it anymore because now everybody wants to know if Carol Baskin's a murderer or not, and and nobody cares about this thing that that was like yeah on everybody's lips. Yeah. For, for months before that, now it's gone, and everybody wants to care about the next thing. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I know, I know. It's, it's hard easier to bring in what you well, want. I don't people care about to, nothing. Yeah, people know what to bring in. What, what they would leave on the tip of your tongues, like you know, um, um, nobody even talks about this bitch that got that had the Weinstein or whatever who has all the connects. Yeah, this bitch they got her locked up. She knows all the info. Nobody cares about nothing. Nobody gives her airtime or nothing. It's over. It's uh, nobody cares. Nothing. Yo, they got her. She's in there. She's connected to all that. She's Twitter. And nobody cares. You won't you won't catch five minutes on the air on I that. I wish her the best. I wish her the best. <laughs> I wish it. You know what I mean? But um, 2020 but, but, uh, sucked, right? 2020 sucked. 2020 sucked. But look at Hoya Rock. So good thing happened in 2020 for everybody. <laughs> if you think about it. You look like a pro athlete. No, thank you. Thank you. Not, not a pro athlete. No, you know, um, I say this too about 2020. You know, I don't, I don't fully call it a, a shit year because of this. Not just because of um, that, exactly. but um, um, I really saw the year for what it was with my mother passing. You know, it was a wake up call I needed that I knew was coming. It wasn't by a surprise, but it, 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 I needed to, I needed shit to, 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 to happen for me to, yeah, turn, turn, turn those fucking jets on, those jet fuels on. And and maybe if this if things didn't happen the way they did, I would have been um, going towards uh, another route, you know, health wise or even my 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 focus. My focus was always on my kids, but I had other shit going on that kind of fogged it up and made it feel like, oh, no, I know what it is. It's right here. When yeah. no, when it should have been right here you know, always in front of me, which it always was, but I had regular life. And again, I was on the road for 26 years nonstop. So my life was, I finally came to a halt and I had to see my life for what it was right in front of my face, no hiding from it. Now you got to swallow it, you got to deal with it and you got to do it by yourself. I mean, with my family, but not with friends, not with nobody, not in my city, not during where friends could all come down. Pandemic, you know, I had a, and I, I asserted myself and it was for my son. And again, that's the magic of my mother doing her magic that even with her not being here, she did, she worked a miracle with getting one of the laziest guys to get up off, of, off his ass <laughs> and to start making power moves. You know what yeah, I mean? Beautiful. Like that alone truth. was a power move, like, yeah. like a magic feat. Like yeah. I always knew I could do anything I want to do. And I knew I wanted to do it, but I was being lazy you know, just living life and whatever. And um, my mother passing away gave me lives, uh, extra years of my life, hands down. So my mother even gives to me from the other side. That's the way I took this, this, this year, which I still think is the worst year of fucking my existence, but still something great came out of it. 
was yeah. my focus. And that's what everybody should try to see. Yeah, and, and there is, and you could see point. it because I tell people this. I say to us sometimes when we text each other, whatever, I go, if you're able to read your Insta message or get a text message, you're okay. Not that life is okay, but you're not on the gutter like some people that have zero. There's people that do not have nothing. They live under an uh, you know an underpass right now. You know, like sure we have tough things, but I said it on one of these podcasts before. It was something my mother told me when I was going through my, when my wife was very sick and she was passing away, and I was on that. You know, fuck everything, fuck, fuck everything. My mom told me this, and I've probably told you guys already. And it sounds like some kung fu panda shit. And when she told me it, I in my head I was like, shut up. But it was a fact. She told me the greatest thing God gave us was tomorrow. And when she told me that, I said, I don't want to hear this shit. I don't want to hear this shit now. You know, I got people dying. Bye, bye, bye. Ain't none of that shit happened. But you know what the fact is? You start thinking, you know, the worst. Everything is falling now. I had a brand new son and I would look at my brand new son and I'm like, man, I'm going to see my son. I got to be there to watch him grow. Look at him. Look at he's moving. Oh, you know, all the new great things that come with that. And if I didn't wake up that next day, I wouldn't be able to get that smile that my son made me have for that one minute, two minutes while life was going on. And then I learned, yo, that smile kept me going to, to be there for my wife during the other bunch of hours of the day. And then that, t- you know what I mean? And then yeah. I started, you know, it becomes that. And then you start, you know, it's just, you learn, you know, you learn how to make a, this whole shit makes you learn how to make a, 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 a something good out of bullshit. Like you got to plant shit to make something grow. 2020 was full of a lot of shit. So hopefully some good shit grow out of this. You know what I mean? Like, I like what you just said, beautiful, and it goes back to Madball himself. What's Madball say? What's tattooed on my arm that Madball says can't, can't stop, stop, won't stop? Won't stop. Yeah, that's the key. That's that's what I was. Yeah, we got no. That's everybody. When I say um, yo, we can't stop. I don't mean we Madball. I mean everybody in our world in our movie. Exactly. That's why. Also, I wanted to do this mashup with you guys because. Um, um, it's very important. What we're doing now, we do it because we love it and it's a part of us, but it's very important that we're feeding the people. And when I say this, I don't mean like, oh, we're giving them what they didn't know. We're we're, we're keeping the the pulse alive of our world. You know, these podcasts and new merchandise and online streaming shows, it's like a respirator. It's yeah. keeping the shit alive. It's pumping air in it. And that's what we we're do. We're like a methadone clinic right now. Exactly. We're, we're the respirators all these motherfuckers need. Exactly. We're, we're keeping alive so we could breathe on our lungs again. You know, yeah. the live streams, the podcast, it keeps the culture alive. What's the bands in the mix of stuff? It lets you know what's going on. We could hear things. You know, we could talk about the live streams some bands are doing. If they mm-hmm. were doing the live stream shit. So... You know, um, you know, it's something because it's something. And no my, my, my point being with this whole shit was, again, to end out with you guys and was to end with a podcast that gives like what we all do. We give back to the thing that we love was that um, that, that's why I wanted to end the year with a recap and also going into the new year that um, every this world got to keep doing this. If the world keeps we shouldn't need a pandemic to keep telling people. 
yo, support my boy's podcast. Support my boy's merch company. We shouldn't need a pandemic for that shit. Hardcore is already mm-hmm. small as it is. But maybe now this shit, you know, kind of brings back what we were meant, what this whole shit was about. You know what I mean? Like really supporting each other through tough times. And that's why I felt it was important to do mashups and to always show it ain't just the smoking word. It ain't just post-America. It's Diablos, then it's fucking Blast Furnace. It's everybody doing their thing, you know? And I salute you guys for doing your thing so long. You guys always keep me motivated. And as soldiers in this hardcore army we had that we live in, you know, um, we're all, I'm glad I, I, I salute you guys and uh, everybody else in the movement. Anything you guys want to tell anybody? What, what, what can we expect from the Post-America Podcast and Wisdom and Change in 2021? Big, big things. <laughs> Grande. Huge. Venti. Big things, but all right, new music. I want, and I, we, we're going to get more pod. What happened? When, when are we going to get, I want to know this before we get out of here. When are we going to get the Post-America OG crew together? I need to hear math. I need to hear everybody. I was very scared of, of leaving his house. I, 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 you, I want you to tell him I said what's up because I know, you know, he's a quiet guy and I know he got the COVID, but, you know, he's too smart to get, you know, for anything really to happen to him. So you I know what? His, his, his girlfriend is, uh, yeah, know, bad condition. Yeah. And uh, I, it's risky for her. Gotcha. No, no, I know. I know. Stuff like that. So he, but he still, he, he makes it all possible because I, Email him the stuff, and we don't know how to do it. You know, he posts it up, whatever he does. He touches every every yeah. episode. Yeah. Still in the mix, but I would yeah. love to get it going, like the three of us again. But, you know, hopefully soon, you know. Until then, there's going to be some random ones. I'm going to have one with Frankie from Death Before Dishonor. Yeah, yeah, dope. Frankie, you know, he's always Got a couple other people lined up. Professional wrestler guy, we'll have him on, like a WWE guy. Yeah, oh, dope shit. Bobby D, Robert De Niro special episode. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, I got it. I tell you, you guys, you guys are my 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 workout routine. When I hear, I be like, you know, there's certain podcasts I listen to. You guys, uh, you know, a couple other ones I put in on my go to to ride to. So I'm always I hit Richie sometimes. I'm like, yo, drop something already, man. I got you know, you let too many weeks go by, and then I got yeah, you know what? I, I go I back crazy. to old ones all the time. I got crazy because I started learning how to record stuff on a computer, like. I'm getting a little better with like Cubase and programs. Yeah. And then I think I'm just going to experiment a little bit. Next thing I know, it's a couple hours. I'm like, ah, I could have snuck a podcast in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, but good shit. So we got more podcasts coming. Yeah, we got yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, more wisdom coming. Are you guys planning to do any um, live streaming shit? Anything like that? Anything in your... As of now, nothing in the in the works. You know? Us neither. We ain't planning to do none of that shit. I know some bands were doing it. Just curious if you guys were like... Yeah, we didn't have, I mean, if we, if we show up live on Instagram for a minute or two, might do something like that, but yeah, yeah. not organized and, and, you know, on record and in advance, you know. But yo, good shit, yo, I'm glad I got you guys. I'm glad we got to end the year out together. You know, everybody out there, thanks for supporting the whole underground, the, especially the hardcore movement, but all underground movements. Thanks for supporting all the fucking podcasts. Like I say it every time, it doesn't count unless you subscribe. You have to subscribe. You got to rate the shit. 
You got to spread the word. You got to repost. You got to do all that good shit because that lets the big wigs know that there's motherfuckers in the trenches out there grinding. So the way you really support does. and subscribe, there you go like that. You know, there you go. You know, you got that mad bullshit. Uh, we want you to hit. All right. Before we get out of here, where could they go copy um fucking um fast break shit, any wisdom shit? Give us all your websites for any. Fastbreakrecords.com. Uh, what's the next big fast break thing? Next big fast break release. MH Chaos from Chicago. MH Chaos, really cool band from Chicago. Yeah. Something coming out. And uh, check out Crucified Straight Edge March. Yep. Yeah. Uh, where they could, where they get Joe it at? Keith. What's that? Where, where could they get it at? Go to uh, go to the Instagram page and check, follow the link. Crucified, right. Crucified Straight Edge. Then All right. Them in chains. We always, you know, we randomly put a little shirt out or something like that. And the you coffee, can, the coffee's in stock. Joe, grab that coffee right there. Yeah, coffee. yeah. I love the packaging, man. The, the, the greatest package in there. The coffee's back in stock. Good shit. Dead Sled Company. And guess what? They just brought a new band into their custom coffee. Guess who it is? Who? Kiss. Kiss. Oh, there you go. Isn't that well, crazy? That's crazy. Listen, if it's going to be crazy. somebody else after Wisdom, who else is going to be? Weezer? Uh, yeah, so we're supposed to be doing going to be Weezer? Yeah. Wild though, right? Kiss and uh no, but hell yeah, that's dope. Everybody out there, make sure you go cop that wisdom and chains coffee. Go cop that wisdom and chains merch. Go cop and that seven inch. shit. We just released a seven inch not too long ago with Sharp Shock. Sharp Shock Wisdom and Chain Split on Fast Break Records, or you can listen to it on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Mancuso.com, whatever you want. Yeah, go get that seven inch, no rainbow. Yeah, Mancuso.com. <laughs> don't sleep. Don't sleep on Mancuso.com. Yeah, Mancuso.com. And yo, everybody, you know the deal. CasaTheRock.com. My house is your house. Thanks to everybody who's been supporting the movement, who's been supporting me, looking out. I got new merch, new podcast dropping for 2021. Look out for the Post America Smoking Work collab t-shirt we're going to work on and drop because we said it, but we're going to do that and drop it. And, um, yo, I love you guys. Thanks for jumping on. Wisdom and Chains. Post America podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. One love. Merry Christmas. We say Happy Merry New Christmas. Year. If you're a heathen sloth or not, we out of here. <laughs>